welcome to My Two Cents. So this is an in-between segment of Jenny's Uncensored Pennies. I am Jennifer Marie Martinez, and yeah, we're calling today's little segment Breaking Chains, The Healing Journey Bite. Get it? Because it's just a bite-sized conversation. (laughs) Adam is here, but he's not speaking today. Okay, so I have said a few times how my quote-unquote go-to when I get upset is to throw, you know, verbal jabs, if you will, and yeah, I get scary, Um, and that's my go-to because I say it's because, you know, I experienced emotional and verbal abuse as a child, and yeah, definitely the physical abuse as well. Well... Being a parent myself, you know, I definitely know that I have been in situations where I've been tested with my child and I've showed up in ways that, yeah, I'm, I'm not proud of. You know, I reacted with anger and raised my voice. And on the very rare occasion, I mean, I can count, I think on just maybe one and a half hands, <laughs> you know, the times that I actually raised a hand at Jacob. And this is me, someone that has been in therapy for years. I mean, you know, a decade and almost decade and a half or whatnot. So I definitely believe that there would have been many more of those, I'm going to say cringy moments because they definitely make me cringe when I think of them and they then they come to mind at like the most random times, right? I could be in the shower and I'm like, oh my God, I did that. Oh, it's terrible. So there would definitely be more of those cringy moments where I lost my cool as a parent if I wasn't in therapy. So then I can just imagine like everybody out there, you know, in the generations before me, of like how how they how they dealt with things right and and I get it um like therapy wasn't really accessible too much and so that actually made me curious to find out well when did therapy actually start and so what I learned was that the first psychological clinic was actually introduced to the world back in 1879 1879 that's over a hundred years Right. And but even though it was around so much or since then, mental health wasn't considered, quote unquote, essential and not covered by health insurance plans until 2010. 2010. So where are we? 24. So 14 years. So for just 14 years, health insurance here in America has covered mental health. And that, so all that to say that therapy was not and has not been accessible to all, right? Like that, I know definitely growing up, it was like, oh, that's something that like people with money had or whatever. And even now that insurance covers it, okay, well, how many people do have insurance? How many people have private insurance? And then even that, like it's, it's kind of hard, um, or your health insurance plan, uh, changes, your plan changes through your work. If you're employed and you have health insurance through work, your health insurance plan could change. 
And then maybe your therapist isn't covered anymore. And you, you're faced with the choice. I, I, and I'm speaking about me because <laughs> this really happened to me. Where it was like, then I had to, you know, see if my therapist would take a sliding scale so that I could stay with my therapist and not start all over again. So I can see how it's discouraging and definitely challenging. And then if you're on like a state-funded health plan, I mean, yes, it's available and it's covered, but it's so challenging to actually get that service, right? Because there aren't very many therapists that are contracted and it's so limited um, to that specific health insurance, the state-funded health insurance. So anyway, it's no wonder that our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, and so on, they just didn't have many hard conversations. And instead, they bottled things up, maybe coped in unhealthy ways, right? Like drinking, shopping, I don't know, gambling, other things, I don't know. And then all of those things, however they chose to, to cope, it affected all of their relationships, thus creating this cycle for generations to come. So suppressing those feelings, dealing them with, you know, in unhealthy ways, was like spilling over into relationships, or it can, right? If you don't deal with your stuff, it's going to show up. So here we are, it's now 2024, and more and more people are willing to face the painful past in order to grow and heal and most importantly, break those cycles of the generations before them. Now, every healing journey is different, but healing can only take place when a person is willing to face the hurt and actually feel the hurt that has been rooted. It's been rooted in us through generations. And... As wonderful as, you know, accessible mental health services are and people actually seeking services or finding other ways to go on their healing journey, I know that I have to be mindful of the effect that my healing journey can have on those around me, especially those not ready to face their own pain. I understand how sharing my experiences can be triggering and even heartbreaking for some. And to that I say, accept, forgive, face it, heal it, repeat. So accept the reality, forgive the past, face the pain, initiate the healing process, and continuously repeat this cycle, the cycle of accept, forgive, face it, heal it, repeat. 